Welcome to Eleven's Ears with me, Danielle Perry, and welcome to another special where I put as many questions as I can in the time allowed to my two very special guests. Both are esteemed actors who appear in the new film The Kingsman, directed by Matthew Vaughan. It's set around the First World War. It's a prequel to the previous two Kingsman films as well. And it tells the origin story of the secret intelligence agency founded to protect the world from evil. My guests, recorded early December 2021, are fictional adversaries. Ray Fiennes plays a duke determined to end all wars. And one of the rogues who gets in his way is real-life Russian monk and mystic Rasputin, played by Reese Ifans. Hi. Hello. Hello. Pleasure to meet you. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. So thank you very much for joining us for Elevenses. Imagine, picture the scene, it's mid-morning, we're having a coffee or a tea. What would you go for? What's your drink of choice? Well, I like what's called a coconut cortado, is uh, something that's come into my life recently. <laughs> How does that work? Well, it's coconut milk yeah. with a double shot. Of, okay, so it's uh, so a cortado with coconut milk. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sweet enough to make you think you've had a cake <laughs> and lively enough to make you think, you know, you've had, I don't know, a tequila. A cortado. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I was at the world premiere last night and I can't tell you how much I adore the film The King's Man. I think, honestly, it's one of the best films I've seen for ages. It's like a Bond film. It's like a war epic. It's like a comedy, historical drama all wrapped into one. So if we can start off with your characters, Rafe, the Duke of Oxford, Reese Rasputin as well, your enemies in the film. But Rafe, if I could ask you primarily, who is your best friend in life? In real life? Mm. Gosh, um, well, I would say, I mean, I probably have two or three very close best friends. Well, one of them would be Tom Hollander, who plays in this film, who um, I've known for a long time. And um, we've gone on holidays together, walking paths and mountains of Spain or Argentina. And so he's someone who I feel very close to and, and confide in. So he's a, he's, a, he's a best friend. There are others, but He's the one. So nice to, to work as well alongside someone that you care about so much too, I'm sure. Reese is also a friend. We haven't done a walking <laughs> tour, but I would happy, I would love to, you know, I feel we could become best friends. Yes. yes. <laughs> Despite playing enemies. Yeah, yeah exactly. This interview might, might actually seal it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, good. It'd be a pleasure to take that one away. Uh, Reese in the film, The Kingsman, obviously the Secret Service named after the world's finest tailor shop on Savile Row. To go to pieces of clothing, is there one particular piece of clothing that you could never be without? Is there one hallowed jacket or hat or anything, if you were to look into your wardrobe? No, my, my wardrobe, because, you know, in my life I've moved around and travelled a lot, so it's, it's kind of wardrobes come and then slowly disappear and then stuff is acquired again. And when, when you're an actor, you, you end up with, you know, stuff that's occasionally given to you or stuff that you ask to keep from a character you might have played. So so more than most people, I guess, uh, garments come with a narrative, you know, so you mm-hmm. do get close to stuff. But equally, it's easy to let them go as well, because your relationship with clothes is so kind of transient, mm-hmm. particularly in my job. My costume always has a particular um, powerful vibration in the creation of the character. Clad in black robes and heavy eyeliner, with an unruly beard and long hair, Reese's Rasputin has more than a hint of Frank Zappa. This is in stark contrast to the sartorial finesse and elegance of Rafe's Duke, who dresses like the perfect gentleman. 
Moving on to the next one, Rafe, you, you play a man of huge integrity, and I'm sure many fathers and parents watching that would understand the sort of struggles in terms of decision-making, in terms of being a father. But you can both answer this about each other or f- for yourselves. But what is your worst quality? Integrity obviously being great. What is your worst? Mine's impatience and easily being irritated. I'm a bit of a control freak, so I think I'm easily impatient if things don't go my way. And, um, you know, I have to do Zen self-talk to, <laughs> to lose the quick 0 to 90 irritability impatience factor. Is that frustrating on set for you or do you have to... like? Yes, massively frustrating on set. God, (laughs) the kind of, um, you know, deep breathing I've had to do on sets. (laughs) I'm ready, I'm ready. Why are you not ready? I'm ready to go. Come on. (laughs) And to you, Rhys? I don't know. I think think my my possible stumbling block in terms of traits, I'm I'm quite recalcitrant. You know, I don't always respond as well as I should to... um, authority you know I'm being told what I do even when it's a good idea you know I always have to kind of check myself it's, it's a natural state sometimes it's um helpful but I I do get annoyed with myself sometimes after the event why didn't I just follow that advice or do what I was told mm-hmm. but it's a double-edged sword you know it can be a great asset at times as well yeah yeah for sure and impatience absolutely um it is another one yeah well, talking of patience, I mean, I think that you said on stage last night, just before the, the film, that it's been three years in the making. It must have been such an emotional moment for you all to finally see it on the big screen and to have an audience back in the cinemas last night. Uh, yes, I couldn't be there, sadly, because I had to go mm. and do a play around the corner. But uh, I think that uh, I'm so admiring of Matthew with the backing of Disney, I have to say, waiting for a cinema opening and having... It's holding on and holding on and waiting for a Christmas season opening of the film. I think Matthew believes in the value of the cinematic experience and there are certain films that you just know are best best seen on the big screen. Mm -hmm. And this is one. And it was a great, it was a buzzy atmosphere out there on the red carpet last night with a lot of the journalists we were talking to and the press people. You could see they were all, despite being poor loves being really cold waiting but there was a buzz that they were happy to be back and on a red carpet for a much anticipated film there's a good atmosphere there really was it was fantastic and like you say like a film that should be seen on the big screen the stunts even like the plane and that that set on top of the mountain i obviously can't give too much away but is there anything that actually scares you are you scared of heights or anything like that and i'll, I'll put that to you reese if that's okay what scares you um, I, I'm quite fearless. The only thing that freaks me out is um, confined spaces. You know, is is um, buried alive is is a, is a common kind of um, waking dream, and I have at stressful times. But yeah, confinement, which I guess um, you know correlates with my recalcitrance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, any kind of confinement or claustrophobia, but you know, jumping off a cliff or driving a car into a shop window, I, I'm, I'm okay with. That's fine with you. Actually, you just answered I've one done of the. That, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> one of the eleven questions that we had, which was recurring dreams. Rafe, would you mind if I pointed that one to you? Do you have a recurring dream you'd be willing to share? Yeah, but it's really dark, and I'm not comfortable saying it. <laughs> I, I'm in it, covered in butter. <laughs> no, no, uh, it's 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 um, that I've done something terrible, and possibly um, kill someone. And that they're and that they're 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 buried under the house. Oh God! And in the dream, it's very real. There's a room or a place where something bad stuff that I've done is hidden. 
And that's uh-huh. a recurring dream. Wow. It's guilt. It's guilt. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Reese, you're buried alive. I wasn't expecting these answers, but that's There we go. I have this dream that Rafe <laughs> kills me and buries me in the garden and I can't get out. <laughs> It looked like when, when you were all getting together last night, it looked like you had a really fun relationship with all of the actors and actresses on set, just from a, an outsider's point of view. When and where have you been your happiest? Can I point that to you, Rafe? Uh, I'm continually happy. I'm very fortunate that I am able to rent uh, all year round a very small, very rustico little um, farmhouse in um- Umbria. I've been renting it for some time. And I'm always incredibly happy when I get there, whatever the season, uh, because it's, it's a little, it's down a little track. It's quite cut off, um, and I, 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 every, all the kind of anxieties, panics, impatiences drop <laughs> from me when I arrive there, and that's where I feel I'm consistently happy. Ah, oh. and in terms of the film last night, all the textures and the colours, and and like you said, the widescreen and. The Vista, I found absolutely inspiring. The last question to you both as artists in your own right would be, is there a piece of music or a piece of art that just stops you in your track? This will be my last question because time's lapping. I, I've just watched uh, Peter Jackson's documentary on the Beatles and mm. I've, I don't think I've been so profoundly moved by um, a piece of television, cinema, whatever you call it. It's, it's eight hours in the company of these young men. And... Uh, I think currently the song that moves me most is is Get Back by the Beatles because there's a section in that film where you see, um, where you witness Paul McCartney from nothing begin at the foothills of what is to become Get Back. He writes the song in front of your eyes while um, George and Ringo look on yawning, um, completely unaware of the magnificence that that it would be for us all, uh, a song that the whole world knows and, and hums and whistles. George was a man. A bit faster, do you think? A bit faster. One, two, three, four. It moved me. I've never watched a piece of television that so transported me in time, so viscerally to a moment in time. It's jaw dropping the footage. It's only come out now, isn't it? It's amazing. I'm being told to wrap up. If I can, Rafe, your piece of art. I'm not a music expert at all, and I don't play an instrument, but I, I listen to all kinds of music. But I, it would have to be a piece of classical music. Schubert's song cycle, The Winterreise, which is, is profoundly moving every time I've, I've heard it. I've heard it once recently sung at the Wigmore Hall by wonderful singer Alice Coote. And it was a profoundly moving experience. It's a sort of song cycle you can continue to listen to. The wanderer, his lost love, walking in the snow at winter, looking for the answers to life's questions and the pain of being alive and looking for hope and succour in the cold and the winter. It's beautiful. So that would be mine. Thank you so much for your time. I truly appreciate it. I can't thank you enough for the movie as well. Absolutely fantastic. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. From Wigmore Hall, accompanied by Julius Drake, Alice Coots with Gut Nacht, Good Night from Winter Riser, Winter Journey, the perfect end as I wind up this season of Elevenses, just in time for Christmas. 
The Kingsman is released in cinemas Boxing Day and it's amazing. Go and see it. And of course, Peter Jackson's documentary series Get Back is available on Disney Plus as well now. As well as thanking Rafe and Reese for a brief but very lovely chat, we managed seven out of the normal 11 questions. It's not too bad, given time allowances. A big thank you to you for listening to this whole season two of 11 Sis. I really hope to be with you again sometime soon, but there are a whole load of past episodes to listen back to. But if you want to uh, dip back into series one where we had Steve Coogan, Carl Pilkington, Sophie Dahl, amongst loads of others, and all of my guests for season two, Nadia Hussain, Rob Brydon, Reginald D. Hunter, Annie Nightingale, Tim Burgess, Natalie Emanuel, and of course, Michael Sheen, you are very welcome. Thank you so much for listening to Elevenses with Danielle Perry. Please do rate and subscribe and a very Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>